Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Hi, welcome to Questions with Krista. So happy to have you. We're going to be talking today about number one, how to build a team. Number two, a new realtor having issues starting. Social media is not working. Nothing's working. They're getting fed up. What's what's the answer? And lastly, the best way to set expectations and boundaries for your clients. So let's get into it. So the first question that got sent in was, I want to build a team, but I'm not sure how to go about it. There's no name on there, so we're gonna call it Mr. Anonymous. Mrs. Anonymous, here's the deal. Building a team can be very, very difficult. You don't know where to start, right? And I'll tell you this, I've been having a very difficult time myself building a team lately, and that's because I'm not as nearly as involved as I used to. I spend about 5% of the time right now in my real estate business and 95% of my coaching business. But I did have a very successful team. So let me show you how I positioned my team. So first I had a full-time transaction coordinator. I preferred to have my transaction coordinator in-house because we were doing anywhere from 10 to 18 uh, deals a month on average. And so it made sense for me to have a full-time transaction coordinator. Now, if you're not doing that many, you need to kind of outweigh the cost of how much does the transaction coordinator cost versus how much will it cost for you to have somebody in-house full-time and weigh the cost that way. The nice thing about having a transaction coordinator in-house is that they can do other things for you as well. Check your emails, answer the phone, help you prepare you know, documentation. They can act as you sometimes by giving updates. They can do an amazing job by, by also being your assistant and your transaction coordinator. Now, if you get too, too busy, it might be difficult for the transaction coordinator to also act as your assistant. So to give you an idea of how my team was set up, when it was just me, all right, it was myself, a full-time transaction coordinator slash assistant and a full-time marketer. You're gonna wanna make sure that the person that you have that actually is the um, the transaction coordinator, that if you take their DISC profile, they have a high C because that shows that they're really good at being organized in the DISC, the D-I-S-C. You can actually go um, download free DISC assessment online and you can actually give yourself a DISC assessment as well as give 
people that you're trying to hire. For a transaction coordinator, for an assistant, you want them to have a high C on the DISC training, uh, on the DISC assessment, because it shows that they'll be organized. Very, very important. Now, if you're looking for salespeople, when I, I just started getting sales people about uh, two years ago, around 18, yeah, about around two years ago, meaning I actually had people come in and act as though they were me. And so you want those people to have a high, uh, uh, S, right, a high S. And the reason you want them to have a high S is because S shows that they're loyal. You want to have somebody that's loyal with you, a high S, as well as a high I. A high I means that they're very personable, they're very outgoing, they love people. And also a, me a medium to higher D. If they're too high of a D on the DISC assessment, right, what's going to happen is that they might be so driven that they want to actually take over and they want to be they want to become you. But if they have a high NFD, they've got a high enough drive to kind of go out there and motivate themselves on their own. So that's kind of, if you're looking to hire people that are great for a team, think about the DISC assessment and what type of um, traits that they're actually going to possess for that. So when I had my team, it was myself, right? I was the listing specialist. I did all the listings. I went all the listing appointments. I did not work with buyers. I made a really, really big mistake for many, many years. I actually didn't hire a buyer's agent. At one time, one of my coaches said, Krista, you are losing money. And I thought, no, I'm not. I don't want to give my buyer's way to somebody else. Well, the truth of the matter was, is I wasn't using, I wasn't showing the buyers. I wasn't working with buyers. I was too busy doing listings. So I hired a buyer's um, agent, a buyer's assistant. And what she did was they actually took the buyer leads for me. And then I ended up making more money producing more deals because the buyer's agent did the buyers the buyers for me. So it was a full-time transaction coordinator, myself, a buyer's agent, and then we had a marketing specialist. The marketing specialist did all the marketing, took the pictures, did the Facebook campaigns, did the flyers, did the websites, they did all of that. So with just us four, on our highest year, we did around 150 homes with, with four of us. My very best year was actually 169 homes, and that was just me, a transaction coordinator, and um, an assistant. That was during the REO days. I would never, ever recommend that. So setting up your team, you've got to make sure that the people have the right personality styles, the right personality types for the position that they're going to do. Highly recommend taking the DISC, disc assessment, noticing where they fall at on the DISC profile, and asking what their values are. Are they happy with being on a team? Do they want to, you know, what are their goals? Do they, do they envision themselves being alone? Do they envision themselves staying with you for a while? You don't want to create this, this team and teach them, you know, market them and teach them everything that you know and then have them go out and leave. But if you give them a really, really good working environment and a good experience, then they are going to want to stay with your team. Building teams is not easy. It's definitely doable, but you are going to have to be still involved, right? If you're, gener you're generating a team, you want to be as involved as possible because personally, I'll tell you, as I've stepped away from my team and I have not been present, it has really made my team suffer, right? So. If you're not going to be present, you need to make sure you have a good manager, a good operations manager that can actually meet with your team on a regular basis, hold them accountable, see if they're checking in with their leads, see what they're doing, making sure that they're on top of things, right? That's the best way to create a team that will work for you. And it's going to take time and tweaking and constant changing to get that team right. Definitely doable, but definitely does take time. So I hope that helps. Now I've got a question from Todd Montgomery. He says, I'm a new realtor at the young age of 52. What is the best way to get clients? I do open houses, social media with little to no luck. I've been going out at this for about five months and I'm getting very discouraged. I'd like to get some sales. 
Okay, Todd, so here's the thing. First of all, you are young, just like me, and I'm sure it's very, very difficult going into a new profession. But the best way to actually not only generate leads, but actually to get clients, Todd, is to produce content that's relevant to them. Show up as the community market leader in your area. Anything real estate related, community related, interest rate related, anything that has to do with real estate, mortgages, loans, or your community lending, you should be talking about it, giving information, giving advice, educating people about, about the real estate industry, educating them about the buying process, the selling process, what, it's, what it takes to get a loan, credit. Be that go-to trusted advisor, information giver, and resource. The more that you can do that, you're not gonna have to do as many open houses. You're not going to have to, um, you know, when you run your social media campaigns, you're gonna be successful. Let me tell you one of the biggest mistakes that I see with social media with people is that they want to get married before they date, okay? We need to make sure that we are grooming our community. They need to get to know us. They need to learn to like us. They need to learn to trust us. They need to see us as that community advisor, as that authority figure. And the way that you become that authority figure is by giving as much content, as much information, and being that trusted resource that they can go to for help and advice. It's being that person that makes their life easier. It's showing that you know what you're talking about. The more that you can do this, Todd, I'll guarantee you that you are going to start attracting clients. And even better yet, you're gonna start attracting the kind of clients that you want to work with and that want to work with you. I know it's hard, but don't give up. This kind of thing takes time. You can't just jump into a new career and expect for the, for the clients to come to you. You've gotta show them that you're an authority figure, that you know what you're talking about and that you are there to serve them. Also, Todd, go to the office every single day. Show up. Show up at the office, get up in the morning early, get dressed, get some nice looking clothes on that make you feel good. Show that you're confident. Just by showing up every day, getting up early, getting dressed, right there, you are one step ahead of most other agents because a lot of agents are sleeping in. They're not treating their business like a business. They're strolling into the office at 11 o'clock, they're leaving at four o'clock, and they're, you know, they're just not treating it like a business. Think about if you had a regular job. You would need to show up every single day from eight to five or from nine to six or whatever it might be. Treat your job like that. And in real estate, you've got to work weekends in most cases. In the beginning, you've got to work nights. As you start generating more respect, as you start having a higher demand because you what you do is different and you're more valuable, you can change that. But in the beginning, you've gotta be willing to stop, drop, and roll when people want to work with you. Now obviously set your boundaries and that takes us into our next question this is from jimmy vo jimmy vo says i need to learn the best way to set up expectations and boundaries with my clients especially this time of year what is your best tip here's what i always tell my my, my buyers and sellers here's what i told them when i was actually when i was selling real estate full-time i said listen i am here and available for you all the time. I work every day from seven in the morning to seven at night. I work Monday through Friday. I occasionally work on the weekends. If you need me on the weekend, I'm absolutely available to you, call me. However, I take Sundays off. Sundays are a day for me to be with my family and, and recharge and rejuvenate so that I can better serve you. Listen, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if I work full time, I am not gonna be of use to you or of, to the other people on the other end of that line. I need to be able to service them and give my best foot forward and I can do that when I actually have some time off. So Sundays are family days. 
and after seven o'clock at night, there's nothing that I can do in most of the cases to help you. I wanna respect the other people on the other end of the deal. So unless it's a complete emergency, do me a huge favor. If you've got a question, leave me a voicemail and I will call you back the next day. If it's an emergency, text me. I'll get back to you if I can. But if I don't, please know it's because my, my phone is off, I'm spending time with my family, or I'm just resting and rejuvenating so that I can actually give you the very best service possible. You've gotta set expectations, tell people. Don't be afraid to tell them when you're having a day off. Don't be afraid to tell them when you turn your phone off. Answer your phone at a certain time every day, right? Set that expectation with them. But knowing that if you do that, the only problem is that if, you're, if you have a lot of leads coming in, that you need to, it's better to respond to those leads quickly. The more quickly that you actually respond to leads, the more quickly that you're actually going to be able to convert them because the conversion time absolutely decreases incredibly uh, by, I think it's about 500% after just, just a 30 minutes. So if your idea is to convert leads, you need to have somebody else answering the phone to convert those leads, or you need to understand that you're not gonna convert them as well when you're trying to set up proper boundaries and expectations. Also, if somebody asks you to show a property on your birthday or on a holiday or your anniversary or Christmas or Thanksgiving, just quite frankly, just tell them no. Let them know that you know, it's the holiday and the person on the other end doesn't really want you going and showing up and, you know, seeing their house because they too, uh, it's their holiday as well. So people respect boundaries when you tell them and you tell them why and you're upfront with them. What they don't like is when you don't tell them that you have certain expectations or boundaries or guidelines and then you just don't answer the phone or you, um, you kind of, you know, avoid them. But if you tell them and you're upfront and you're honest, it should not be any problem at all, Jimmy. So I hope this information was helpful for you. Do me a favor, turn your post notifications on so you know when we have more content coming out for you as well as subscribe to my channel. And as always, thank you so much for being here and make it a great home selling and buying day. And as you know, when you do what you love, what? People love what you do. Hey there, I have a brand new podcast called Fired Up with Krista Mayshore, where I bring my high energy right to your ears. This podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So do me a favor, go subscribe and leave a review. All this information is free and I cannot wait to teach you everything I know. Thanks so much for watching my video. You can learn more about how to be a successful real estate professional by watching other videos that I have. And be sure to subscribe to my channel. And as always, make it a great home selling and buying day. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit the ultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and be sure to check out kristamayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.